better be real careful, because you never know what you might find swimming out there. The smears against me range from distortions of my personal life to wild, and I mean wild, conspiracy theories. Greetings, friends, and welcome in to this, the 169th edition of Fusebox. I'm your Seeking the Truth in All the Wrong Places host, Mark Rose, and joining me on the cruise ship subterfuge is uh, the Admiral... <laughs> is the Admiral of Amplitude, uh, Milt Keynes, everybody. <laughs> Thank you kindly. Yeah, I think I'm getting a bit woozy with all the nautical references. <laughs> well... Yes, because, uh, frankly, this show is virtually overflowing with possibilities, and we've got some crazy stuff coming up, let me tell you. Well, the title of this one is uh, a little... Uh... Well, yeah, we're doing a little play on words there, as uh, the reason for this episode's title uh, has to do with, uh, believe it or don't, a secret submarine and an incredible subterfuge at that. But uh, we'll get to all that. We do have some pretty cool news, though, yeah? <laughs> yes, we do indeed. Friends, <clears throat> and I, I hope you're sitting down because you may need to. No, really. Go ahead. We'll wait. Okay. I'm delighted to inform all of you listening here that uh, Fusebox will be going terrestrial on May 2nd. Yes, I know, I know, that may shock <laughs> and even bewilder some, but radio station KMWV in Salem, Oregon is going to begin broadcasting Fusebox on 98.3 starting Sunday, May 2nd at uh, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So I guess those bribes work, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's nice to have friends in high places, isn't it? Or at least friends in place that are high. So true. So, so true. So, yes, we're excited as hell to be on the air there at uh, KMWV. Actually, for a couple of reasons. One being, it's a brand new station. And uh, this day and age, putting up a, a new station is... Uh, <laughs> No small thing at any time. It's a monumental task taking years to, uh, to make happen. And uh, then again, putting one up in the time of uh, this on-demand type of entertainment period is uh, truly an achievement. And yes, let's not forget, and but also, a pandemic going on. So this is truly uh, an achievement. So congrats to uh, Lisa Walls and uh, all the folks at Capital Community Media. We are delighted to be part of your roster of shows over there. It's kind of backwards, ain't it? Uh, how so? Well, I mean, 
Usually, you start on radio and drift off to the podcasting thing, but uh, this was the other way around. <laughs> yeah, you're correct. But you know what? It stays right in step with the Fusebox playbook. Upside down and aardvark. You took the words right out of my mouth. Then clearly, we've been working too long together. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, speaking of exotic anteaters, <laughs> friends, if you have been even the most casual listener to this humble program, then you know of our... Uh, your... Okay, okay. My affinity for the adorable and uh, nearly prehistoric critter called the pangolin. <laughs> That's right. That's Sparky right there. Well, as some of you may know... Uh, pangolins are similar to an anteater if you crossed it uh, with an armadillo. And they are considered an endangered species uh, as of this period. What makes things worse is that in many parts of Asia, their scales are considered medicinal. And uh, oftentimes these critters are uh, killed for their scales and then uh, those scales are sold on the black market. Yeah, you know, I think in some cases it's not even illegal. You know, in some places. Yeah, you may be right. I don't know. Uh, it, it just, it, it, in any event, this is horrible. And of course, any efforts to stop this from going on is uh, positive, at least as far as I'm concerned. Oh, and uh, by the way, thanks to our buddy Jeff Pollard for spotting this story. This one was going to creep under the, under the radar, despite a rather ironic twist that I will now elucidate. According to court documents, Agnes Yu and her husband run Wing Ming Herbs in, wait for it, Southeast Portland, a store that sells Chinese homopathic remedies and other wares. That's right. You heard correctly. Portland, our fair city of origin here. Eh. So, uh, apparently, uh, back in November of 2017, an undercover U.S. Postal Service postal inspector bought 30 grams of pangolin scales from you for about 165 bucks. The inspector secretly recorded the conversation. U.S. Fish and Wildlife Authorities confirmed that the scales were taken from a pangolin. As uh, they put it, a species of scaled anteater-like mammals endemic to Asia and sub-Saharan Africa that is listed on the Convention on International Trade in Endangered Species, better known as CITES. Officials said Yu had previously been warned about violating CITES when she and her husband were stopped at the U.S.-Canada border back in 2003 with 10 dried sea snakes and 49 dried big-toothed sea snakes. Big-toothed, you say? Uh, yes, sir. A saber-toothed snake? Well, not sure how big, but uh, I think we can get the idea from that. Um, so in July of 2018, another undercover agent from USFS went to the store and bought giant seahorses, which are also protected by sites. And... In addition, 14 shark fins from scalloped hammerhead sharks, which are protected by the Endangered Species Act. USFS then returned with a warrant and found more pangolin scales, 
ground Asian elephant ivory, 11 penises and 15 gallbladders of red deer, and a giant devil ray. Hold up, hold up. 11 penises? From, from what? <laughs> uh, red deer, evidently. Poor devils. Yeah. So, uh, you pleaded guilty and was criminally charged with recklessly selling the pangolin scales that had been illegally imported into the U.S. back in March of uh, 2021 and was sentenced to three years of federal probation and a $5,000 fine. Quoting the U.S. Attorney's Office, uh, District of Oregon, they say, You agreed to abandon all the wildlife seized in the search warrant, which included thousands of additional wildlife items. Holy carp. And that was here? In Portland? I'm sorry to say, Mr. Keynes, yes. In our very own Portland, Oregon. That's effed up, man. It is indeed. Now, at the very least, horribly disappointing. We fancy ourselves as sort of uh, ecologically minded out here. And uh, this, well, this is just stunctious. In a word? Yeah. Personally, of course, I feel she got off too easy. Not just because of the pangolin offense, but all those other USFS violations as well. Well, as we know, this legal system is sometimes uh, compromised. It's very diplomatic of you, Mr. Keynes. Well, you know, I always had my heart set on being in public service. What? Not. Uh, well, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm keenly aware, too, of the medicinal properties that these uh, scales are purported to have. But I'll tell you, if you have to kill a species, worse yet, d- drive them to the brink of extinction for some possibly vague medicinal benefit, then I call foul. Now let's keep the chickens out of this, please. Listen and smell for yourself. TheFuseBoxShow.com He said, how long would, on the average? Well, do you have any diabrains? Oh, he said, yes. Mm-hmm. I said, I don't believe this. I said, do you have the tensionitis? Oh, he said, yes. Mm-hmm. I said, I don't believe this. I said, do you have multiple muscles? muscles? He said, yes. Sure. I said, I don't believe this. I said, well, do you have multistrophus? He said, yes. Right. I said, I don't believe this. I said, do you have depression? He said, yes. Mm-hmm. Sure. I said, I don't believe this. Do you have any candies? He said, yes. Right. Mm-hmm. I said, I don't believe this. Do you have sentient deficit right now? He said, yes. Sure. And, right. I said, I don't believe this. I said, well, do you have any heart fluxes? Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. He said, yes. I said, you want to be normal for the rest of your life. For the rest of your life. Now, isn't that shocking? Well, that seems wrong. Look what you get. You get the nonstick crab basket. You get a package of elastic chicken cakes. I love the electricity. Such a wonderful shock. It's fabulous. And one more thing, folks. Another thing that's really nice, you can have cocktails. Call now and order the all-purpose chicken video and nonstick dual chicken ties. Order right now and you'll also get 30 gloves worth $250. And you'll also get the $30 instructional chicken platform for only 400 easy payments of only $19.99 plus S&H or send $99.99.95 plus S&H to Beverly Hills, California. 
And right there, the highly surrealist comedy stylings of the one and only Fernande Nende Limer. His uh, material available for free and for fun and can be found on the uh, wondrous website known as archive.org. An incredible repository of audio and uh, video ephemera that will delight one and all. All righty, friends, on to the subject of this episode of Fusebox and uh, an explanation of the title of the show by way of this rather incredible story. This epic first appeared in uh, the Washington Post, reported by Derek Hawkins and Magda Jean Louise. And uh, our story begins... Hey, should I make uh, popcorn? Uh... Yes, you might want to. Uh, So one might say our um, uh, protagonist seemed to live a very charmed life, at least uh, on the surface, anyway. Marty Tibbetts was the CEO of a Michigan-based telecommunications company. He uh, lived in a historic waterfront mansion with his high school sweetheart (laughs) and uh, also co-founded the sadly now shuttered, World Heritage Air Museum. Observers watch the blazing speed of the Navy's Sky Ray jet. Family and friends remembered his, quote, big smile and fun demeanor. Well, they remembered all of that after, of course, he was killed in a tragic plane crash in July of 2018. But... Behind this seemingly bucolic scene, prosecutors allege, Tibbetts was quietly designing an underwater drone that was engineered to shuttle large amounts of cocaine to Europe as part of a massive drug trafficking organization that they say he was financing. Wait, what? Yes, Mr. Keynes. Holy carp. Yeah, goes on. In a freshly unsealed federal indictment that uh, was first reported by the Detroit News, it details a six-year-long investigation into the uh, trafficking ring, which apparently its reach ensnared more than a dozen countries, including the United States, Colombia, Ecuador, and uh, Mexico. The complaint brings criminal charges against an alleged drug baron arrested in North Carolina and portrays Tibbetts as a high-level co-conspirator. Now, interestingly, these uh, court records do not actually name Tibbetts, but (laughs) they uh, identify the co-conspirator as, quote, Marty. Mention his Gross Point Park home and reference his death in a July 2018 plane crash. (laughs) (laughs) seems likely. Also, we found pictures of him driving the submarine from his barco lounger. (laughs) Oh, and uh, the Detroit News reported that it had, in fact, verified his identity. Now, Tibbetts' wife, Belinda, well, she was playing hard to get. And she couldn't be reached at phone numbers publicly listed for her. And her attorneys also uh, did not return email messages, the, uh, the Post reports there. 
So this probe leading to Tibbetts, who ran an outfit called Clementine Live Answering Service... Hello? ...looks to have begun back in uh, January of 2015, when DEA agents set their sights on the uh, drug trafficking ring allegedly led by a chap named Ely Didani. U.S. Customs and Border Protection intercepted Mr. Didani six months later when he arrived at Chicago O'Hare International Airport uh, from Albania. Didani told CBP agents that he was visiting family and friends in the United States and planned to return to Albania in about a month so that uh, he could keep running his uh, very lucrative coal business. His coal business? Is that, is that still a thing? Well, yeah, it actually is, especially if you're a, a broker and trading in it. Yeah, it's like a $28 billion industry annually. Oof, that's a lot of briquettes. It is. So the uh, Customs and Border Patrol agents searched his iPhone and found some uh, rather interesting photos in there. Well, for instance, photos of him with stacks of rubber-banded U.S. currency and what appeared to be an assault rifle and a semi-automatic handgun. Yeah, that's never a good plan to have a lot of pictures on your phone of you and wads of cash and guns. <laughs> Sage advice, Mr. Keynes. <laughs> so the next time uh, Didani flew to Chicago, this time from Rome, in uh, August of 2016, he was allegedly found to be carrying several vials of human growth hormone which, of course, is mostly illegal in these here United States. His phone, again, allegedly showed more photos of bundled bills. Oh, and, and two of those pics, uh, geotag data, showed that they were taken at an apartment in Macomb County, Michigan, that just by coincidence was being rented by a co-conspirator. Uh-oh. Yeah. So they found this app on his phone called Viber and uh, encrusted in there were messages from Didani to the co-conspirator who used the username Dan Dan. And they were apparently chatting up a storm about selling bulk cocaine, illegally moving money, creating fraudulent passports and uh, receiving packages via FedEx. Well, that last one could get you the chair. Now, this is where they get a little tricky here. One message said, quote, Get with Marty ASAP. Didani allegedly messaged Dan Dan in July of 2016, apparently referencing Tibbets. Didani followed up with screenshots of a conversation about finding someone to help discreetly move... 100 million euros from a Deutsche Bank location in Frankfurt, Germany, to Dubai. So, do these folks think that they're somehow not leaving a trace of their movements? I mean, you know, I'm no hacker, but... But you play one in your mind while taking a bath? Well, yeah, but that's a whole other thing. Yeah. Uh, Tibbets, meanwhile was allegedly bankrolling most of the trafficking operation. In uh, 2016 and 2017, prosecutors say Dan Dan cashed $864,000 from Tibbets in cashiers and personal checks. Many of these were handled at uh, pawn shops and gold exchange businesses. Nice. All for me and 
All for me. Yeah. So after he cashed the last checks, Dan Dan flew on Tibbet's private plane to Washington, D.C. There, Tibbets gave Didani the money they had gotten from the cash checks and also then wired more than $1.8 million to accounts in Albania. Well, clearly, no link there. <laughs> <laughs> if it were any more linked, they would had to have been wearing the same pair of pants. So in August of 2017, Tibbets allegedly went to Tirana, Albania, for a few days off. As you do. Yeah, of course. It's lovely there in the summer, I hear. When he returned, prosecutors say he received two packages from Didani. One identified as containing computer and personal items, and another that said it had cards and papers. The complaint says the packages were very, very similar to the drug trafficker's tendency to mail electronics instead of traveling with them. That way, the devices can't be searched at uh, international borders. Wow, really? You think that uh, sending stuff like that through the mail, that there's a pretty good chance that that computer could arrive as an expensive doorstop? Oh, I bet they use only the best shipping methods available. I mean, they can afford it, right? <laughs> that, or they already own the shipping company. Ooh, a cunning missive, Mr. Keynes. Prosecutors say while funding the trafficking ring's purchase of cocaine in South America, Tibbets also worked with Didani on creating the underwater drone known as the Torpedo. It would work like this. The uh, remotely controlled submarine would uh, cruise along until it came upon a cargo ship, and then it would use magnets to attach itself to the bottom of this here cargo ship. Then the operator could later detach the drone, which would send a uh, GPS signal with its present location. Prosecutors allege the trafficking ring would then send a fishing boat to meet the submarine about 100 miles off the coast of Europe and collect the cocaine. Man, that is clever. I mean, I, I gotta hand it to them. You know, imagine a mind like that working for good, Mr. Keynes. Nah, nah. So using uh, yet another and yet again another alias, this time Dale Johnson, he seems to like D's. Uh, Tibbetts paid more than $12,000 in money orders, cryptocurrency deposits, and a wire transfer from an Albanian bank account to an unidentified company that he had hired to design the drone and create a prototype, according to the complaint. Investigators say they also found computerized drawings and hand sketches of the model. Then, suddenly, Tibbets was killed while flying a plane in Sheboygan, Wisconsin, and prosecutors say communication between Dale Johnson and the company suddenly stopped. The drone was never completed. Huh. Prosecutors claimed that Tibbets was in no way an unknowing participant in the trafficking operation. Documents reveal that Tibbetts, quote, had in-depth knowledge of the workings of the organization and the purpose of the transferred funds. Namely, 
to transport bulk quantities of cocaine from South America to Europe. Now, our buddy Didani was uh, recently arrested and has been charged with uh, money laundering, conspiracy to distribute controlled substances, and conspiracy to distribute controlled substances on board a vessel subject to the jurisdiction of the United States. So, while Tibbet's death ruined the plan for a submarine, uh, Didani's alleged drug ring did not immediately shut down. Prosecutors say Didani was later linked to the organization of cocaine shipments to the Netherlands, Belgium, and Spain. And uh, Didani's international travel allegedly grew exponentially. Man, you know, that's got Netflix original miniseries written all over it. <laughs> right? It just goes to show you, too, no matter how conspiracy crazy you get, there's always a little story like that to let you know it can always be crazy. Well, I just I just think that's just a, a, a fascinating story that, uh, and, and like you say, you know, it's, it's a perfect candidate for a docuseries, but, I mean, that's got more twists in it than a pretzel. And uh, with that, friends... We will call it a show, but uh, not before thanking uh, Jody Lorimer for glorious ID pronouncement. And thanks, as always, to the Dean of Decibels over there, Milt Keynes, for technical assistance and so forth and so on. A subpar pleasure, as always. I saw what you did there. Did you now? You know, you can't get anything by me, man. Eyes like a hawk, I'm telling you. Thanks, as always, to you, friends, for uh, pushing play on this edition of Fusebox. And be sure to uh, check us out on KMWV starting May 2nd. We'll be on their uh, hallowed airwaves and uh, streaming there as well. But uh, the pain ain't quite dry on that floor, so I'll give you uh, the stats on that as uh, soon as it becomes available. Oh, uh, may I suggest also that you uh, take a visit to the Fusebox store, easily accessed through the shopping tab on the Fusebox Show website at, not surprisingly, thefuseboxshow.com. And uh, just have a gander of what is on display there. We're adding things uh, frequently. And as you know, every little bit helps us continue this humble program and uh, does also keep the Japanese pocket squirrels in kibble. Well, I got an idea. Why don't you subscribe to this program wherever you may have found it, be it Apple Podcasts, Google, or Amazon Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, or the very Unsug itself at O-N-S-U-G dot com. Rate, review, jump up and down and clap. It's all greatly appreciated. I have been your remotely controlled but presently inactive host, Mark Rose, saying until our next cartoon. Fuse box.